Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Dub, I didn't actually see any of the uh any of the game because I was doing my little league coaching did you watch your Spurs against the Grizz do you give the Grizz any substantial chance at all to pull off the upset over the Warriors considering the Warriors are coming off of a tough loss against the Lakers uh first off I did watch every single minute and my Spurs got off to maybe the worst possible start you could ask for we were down by 20-plus points in the first quarter, so I was happy to see them make a game of it. We ended up having a lead somewhat late in the second half, but ultimately the Spurs ran out of gas, and the Grizzlies ended up with the W. Now, in terms for your second question, do they have a chance against the Golden State Warriors? I think they do. I don't think it's a great chance, but I think there is the possibility that the Warriors basically expended so much energy trying to beat the Lakers. Yeah that they come out flat, and a young team like the Grizzlies, full of young talent, hungry for a playoff spot, they could sneak up on them and get them, but I probably wouldn't put my money on it. I like, I mean, Steph Curry is playing just unreal basketball right now, so I I ultimately think it's going to be the Warriors getting that eight spot going up against the Jazz, and if you're the Jazz, you're basically looking, and the Suns for that matter, your two options at seven and eight going into this play-in scenario is the Lakers and Warriors. I would not have bet on that before the season started. That's got to be one of the worst draws you could have imagined. By the way, the Warriors have opened at FanDuel as a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Grizzlies in the extent that, to the extent that you are interested in, uh, in watching 
that game and or gambling on it, you can go to fanduel.com slash clay and get hooked up there with up to a thousand dollar no risk wager anything in the nba if you can get in some bets right now we're about to tee off or we just have teed off uh with everything going on with the pga championship uh, and we were just talking about that with holly saunders and uh, by the way the wizards are a three and a half point favorite later tonight against the pacers in a play-in spot there for the overall number eight seed the futures odds have not really moved in a substantial way, uh, but it will be interesting to see. I, I do wonder what the vibe is for the Phoenix Suns as they're sitting there as the seven seed uh, getting ready to uh, to see exactly how that's going to shake out. And uh, and we don't really know uh, what's going to happen with the uh, with the Lakers going forward but you feel like the Lakers would have to be a fairly substantial favorite there. And, and to your point, Dub, I think the Suns, you have to be thinking, man, we finally, I know we got a young team and they were bad for so long. You finally get in a position where you feel like you can really make a run in the Western Conference, maybe even win a series, because as a young team, winning a series can be a big deal. And then boom, you've got the Western Conference favorite, Lakers, coming off of a really good win at home over the Warriors and now you're concerned that your team may not be able to to elevate to the level that they need to in order to compete at the absolute apex of the NBA playoffs. I'm also curious just how much interest and attention the NBA playoffs are going to get in these first rounds uh, as we've got the NHL playoffs underway, we've got the PGA Championship and we're going to be competing in an interesting way, the NBA is, and the NHL, in the middle of a summer when i got to be honest with you, I think many of you out there are going to be going out more actively than you would be in an ordinary uh, weekend uh, and, and an ordinary summer up, upcoming because so many people are ready to get back to normalcy. And speaking of getting back to normalcy, I, I saw what I consider to be a pretty massive Uh, detail which is remember the Washington Nationals wouldn't allow any fans to be present when the season started they are now announcing that come June 10th I believe it is they're going to be back to 100% capacity for Major League Baseball so for everybody out there that was sitting around like questioning we did this on this show for a long time when will we get back to normalcy in the world of sports? Certainly for Major League Baseball, we're there. And I actually wonder who are going to be the last teams to allow fans to be present for uh, for everything that's going on surrounding Major League Baseball. But every team now, credit to the Texas Rangers, credit to the Atlanta Braves, who I believe were the first two to have 100% capacity. But every single uh, team now is pretty accelerating when it comes to getting their fans back into their arenas and honestly into their stadiums. When I was watching that game last night between the Warriors and the Lakers, there were at least enough fans in the Staples Center that when big shots were being made, you could see people reacting to it. And I do wonder, as we move into the first round of the playoffs, whether there might start to be major impact with these fans present. And whether that's going to turn into a really big story because the Utah Jazz are going to have basically full stadium. I mean, a full arena. 
And I think there are a lot of places where that fan uh, experience can start to have a major, major impact in terms of the overall vibe that's going on inside of the arena. So uh, we'll be talking about this quite a bit, um, but uh, the overall storyline certainly of the NBA playoffs is now set. If LeBron and the Lakers had lost, certainly our storyline coming in this morning would have been tremendous pressure on the Lakers because they believe they have a team that can win a championship and they would have been facing a do-or-die game, effectively a Game 7 scenario, against uh, the uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies, a young team with nothing to lose. Instead, I really don't feel like the pressure is that intense on the Warriors because Steph Curry has been playing so well, but the Warriors' chance to be able to contend for a championship went out the window when Klay Thompson got hurt in the preseason long before things ever got underway. And so I feel as if the Warriors in many ways are playing with house money now, and they certainly don't think, hey, we're going to be able to contend for a championship even as well as Steph Curry is playing. Now, personally, I hope the Warriors beat the Grizz just because Steph Curry is playing at such a high level I would enjoy being able to watch him play more basketball games, particularly against the Utah Jazz, just to see whether he can—he almost by himself can put the Jazz in a uh, in a really uncomfortable situation in terms of uh, in terms of being able to win that series. But ultimately, I think the pressure at this point, as we look at these two matchups, Warriors hosting the Grizz and the Washington Wizards hosting the uh, Indiana Pacers, I, I just I don't think there's any doubt at all that Russell Westbrook has got the most pressure on him of anybody at all in the entirety of this play-in scenario. Dub, are you with me that Russell Westbrook, I mean, the Warriors, if they lose, they probably were not going to make much of a run in the playoffs anyway. I know they probably would like to be able to continue and give the give the Utah Jazz a real challenge. But I also think that they'll consider this season to have been successful, hope to get Klay Thompson back, make decisions about Steph Curry's future contract, all of those things. Whereas, given all of the pressure that's on Russell Westbrook, given how little success he's had in the postseason, losing back-to-back games to not even get his Washington Wizards into the postseason would, I think, weigh on Russell Westbrook, even though he's been pretty phenomenal when it comes to triple doubles and to leading his team to victory. I think the Wizards uh, went 17-7 and now in their uh, final in their most recent 24 games, 17-6 and in the regular season. They just lost against the Celtics uh, a couple of days ago. But do you agree with me, Dub, that by far there's not really any pressure on the Grizzlies John Morant still so young in his career. Yes, you'd like to be in a traditional series, start to get some reps, even if it's against the number one seed. But I don't feel like there's any strong expectation there. And uh, and similarly, I don't think Pacer fans right now are of the belief that their team is going to make a substantial run in the Eastern Conference. So I think it's Russell Westbrook with the most pressure on him by far as we have these two uh, play-in games, effectively, uh, for the final eight, uh, for the eighth seed. Yeah, I agree. If you had to pick one guy, it would be Russell Westbrook. But then again, at the same time, I mean, even if he wins, they're going to lose in the first round anyway. So, 
to me, if you, if you have to pick a guy, it's Russell Westbrook. But at the same time, for me at least, like I don't know, it's just hard for me to really get that fired up about him because they're going to get bounced in the first round regardless. Yeah, I just think it'll weigh um, on his overall legacy, uh, even if it's not a significant thing. Losing back-to-back in the first round of the play-in, there would be a lot of people who would tee off on him over that. Uh, when we come back, speaking of all the different places that are opening up, uh, we've got a gubernatorial candidate for New York. The Red Sox are 100% open next week. Why aren't the Yankees too? We'll talk about that and more with Andrew Giuliani, who's running for governor of New York. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We're joined now by Andrew Giuliani, who is going to be running or is already, I suppose, running for the uh, Republican nomination in the state of New York. I'm going to dive into that in a moment, but we are about to have the PGA Championship tee off. You were a golfer at Duke. You worked uh, as a professional golfer for some time before you pivoted over to the political realm. How much interest do you have in the PGA Championship? How much time do you spend watching golf now? And who do you like, if anybody, in this uh, this round going on down in South Carolina starting here in a little bit? Man, well, I got to tell you, I haven't watched and I haven't played much golf recently. Um, it's always great to watch the majors. I am certainly a little disappointed in the PGA Championship, considering they move next year's from Trump right. National. That's so right. I don't know how much. Look, the truth is, I don't have any time, so I don't think it's going to be tough for me to, uh, quote, boycott the PGA Championship this year. But I don't know how much time I would spend watching the PGA considering their decisions either way. We worked, you and I and several other people in the uh, the Trump White House, a lot to try yeah. to get sports able to be played, particularly college sports. But now with Major League Baseball, so many different stadiums coming back to 100% yeah. capacity and more, how much vindication do you feel based on the fact that not only were sports able to happen, uh, college and pro in particular, but no yeah. coaches, no players had any sort of significant COVID-related issues? Not only were the leagues able to play, they did so safely, which is, you know, and I know from behind mm-hmm. the scenes, a lot of people said that was impossible, yet we managed yeah. to pull it off. I feel a good yeah. measure of vindication over that. I know how hard you worked on it. You have to feel <laughs> immense, immense gratitude, I would think. Well, Clay, I got to tell you, I think of all the conversations that we had last summer as we saw the statistics as they were coming out. You were such an incredible asset in pushing through, pushing through what was truly the science and pushing through the narrative of the Corona Bros. Um, I mean, you just absolutely were leading the charge on that. We were happy to certainly help from the White House. I think one of the reasons why they ended up having a Big Ten season was because of our joint efforts. And there is a ton of vindication to see. And the truth is, Clay, and, and you made this very clear very early on, we followed the science on this. Your articles that you've done, uh, Florida and uh, Florida and Texas versus California and my great home state of New York, really, really shows the differences in how some of the southern states are following the science while these bluer states are not, and what it's actually doing to the economy, what it's doing to mental health in these areas. So kudos to you for leading the charge on it, because you know you created change at the highest level of government. Do you think that the Yankees and uh, and the Mets should be playing at this point in front of anybody who wants to go watch them play? Yes, yes, absolutely. Look, Clay, the free market works. And I talk about this with, uh, with restaurants and businesses. I think that restaurants should be fully open. And look, if a restaurant owner chooses to go at 50% capacity or 25% capacity, that is their decision. And you know, what we'll, you know how we will find out which, which restaurants will be popular or not? 
The people, the people who live in those areas will tell you whether or not they are comfortable going to a place that is 90% capacity or whether places that are 50% capacity or more. So the fact the government should be out of this right now. This should truly be the private sector leading the way and the American people, New Yorkers, actually being able to think what's going to be successful or not. You're a Yankees fan, I think, if I remember correctly. The Red Sox <laughs> have announced that next week – they are going to have 100% capacity in Fenway Park. Mm -hmm. Isn't it crazy to you, given how intense the Yankee-Red Sox rivalry is, that in Fenway Park they're going to be allowed to have 100% fans present and they're not doing the same thing in Yankee Stadium? It's pretty amazing. It it really is. I mean, uh, just like we've said here, Clay, from from the start, let's follow the science on this. Let's open it up. back to life as normal. They, they don't want to keep on going around with, uh, you know, with, without things at full capacity. And I really look forward to the day that we can put politics aside and make sports a great uniter again. You know, that's one of the things that's so great about sports, right? We can argue about our SEC teams or the Mets or the Yankees or the Giants or the Jets or the Bills. But you know what? It's, we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about, you know, whether you're Jewish, whether you're Gentile. You're not talking about um, anything else, your, your race, you're talking about sports, it should be a uniting force, not a dividing, but not a dividing force, Clay. I believe in Buffalo they have said that they're going to require vaccine passports unless they have yeah. walked that back. That's the report I think I saw out of Erie County. I would yeah. imagine that most people in the upstate of New York and certainly in western New York are not in favor yeah. of that choice. Should there be vaccine passports in your mind in order to be able to go to, say, a Bills game or a Sabres game? No, absolutely not. I, I absolutely do not, do not think they should. Um, I, I think that this is something that it's another way to collect the government to collect information on New Yorkers and on Americans, and I think it's very, very scary. So I do not support the vaccine passport. I do support people getting the vaccine if they choose to get the vaccine. I support people wearing masks if they choose to wear a mask. That's the truth. But it should be the choice of the individual. Clay, you know, we've had so many of our individual rights taken away from us by our government over the last, I would say, especially the last year or so. But, you know, look, the Trump administration tried to give those rights back, tried to make sure that it truly was just a very temporary shutdown. We're seeing on the other side of the aisle, there are many people that are forcing to make things permanent. There's something about having your face out there, your individuality out there that I think is threatening, not to most people on the left, but truly to some of the diabolical people on the left. And to me, that is scary. People want to wear a mask. God bless you. Feel free to wear a mask. If you don't, you shouldn't have to. Did Andrew Cuomo, in your mind, do the worst job of responding to COVID of any governor in the country? Yeah. Yeah, certainly in the top three, right? I mean, it's him, Newsom, and Whitmer. I mean, they're, they're yeah. right up there. Um, I, I would say Cuomo probably did, and, and here's why. The, uh, the nursing home executive order, and, and if you give me a second here, if you think about it, um, 9,000 of those 15,000 seniors that died um, they died because of Andrew Cuomo's ego. Remember, Donald Trump sent up the USS Comfort up the East Coast uh, and into the Hudson. We had the Javits Center that was open that the city of New York provided 
for the state of New York. But guess what? Andrew Cuomo did not want to use any of those beds because he did not want to give anyone else a political win. It was Andrew Cuomo's ego that cost the lives of over 9,000 New York seniors. It is kind of wild to think that not only did he make what I think is the most disastrous decision of any elected Mm -hmm. governor in the country with that decision regarding seniors, he also got paid $5 million, according (laughs) to the New York Times, to write a book, Andrew, that said that he was a, uh, you know, basically hero of COVID. I mean, that's that just to me is beyond the pale what should happen to uh, Cuomo for taking $5 million? Basically, I mean, it I feels like to me it's in many ways blood money. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he probably should be prosecuted for that. I mean, certainly investigated and probably prosecuted. Um, I always think it's scary to, to mix politics and the system. But looking at this, he certainly should be investigated for it at the very, very least. You know, I'll tell you, three different times in the White House, uh, I had hit pieces personally about me, and I know many of my friends and colleagues in the White House had hit pieces work, uh, 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 written about them talking about how much they made. These were numbers in the five figures and in the very low six figures. Meanwhile, Andrew Cuomo makes $5 million from a book deal, a book that sold, by the way, I think less than 50,000 copies. Um, and, and there's the leftists in the media have no interest in discussing it. It's absolutely beyond absurd. It shows the hypocrisy of leftists in the media, and it has to stop. You know, Clay, I assume you didn't get, watching your writing, I assume that you didn't get a free copy of Cuomo's book. Uh, I certainly <laughs> didn't get one. Uh, I might have gotten lost in the mail. Might have gotten lost in the mail, to be fair. Just just like, by the way, he's been invited on this show, uh, you know, because uh, and and he probably just has missed the email uh, invite to come on the show. I I, had never gotten a response so far. That'd be my guess. You know, I thought I thought it was because of your articles. I thought it maybe was because of my criticism. Maybe it was because the book was so expensive. I mean, just do the math on it. Maybe that's why. We're talking to Andrew Giuliani running for the uh, governorship of the state of New York as a Republican. What do you think the impact of your father and your name? I mean, because I will say this. You go back to 1994 when your dad took over as the mayor of New York City. A lot of people have forgotten what New York City was in in terms of the shape that the city was in, right? right. Uh, there mm-hmm. was a, a large criminal element that was strong in the city. Uh, it was unsafe to go on public transit, unsafe to walk through Central Park. Times Square uh, was filled mm-hmm. with a lot of refuse, let's be honest. It feels yep. like there's a lot of people right now that have nostalgia for the New York that your dad was in charge yeah. of. Do you believe that New York as a state is going to respond favorably to you because of your dad, or how do you think it impacts this race? I, look, I do think that they are going to respond favorably. I think that there is, um, you know, when you think about our policies that we are pushing forward, they're policies that are not just good for red New Yorkers or blue New Yorkers. They are favorable for all New Yorkers. We are going to light the furnace of economic development again in New York and make New York truly one of the great economic states in the country again. Uh, we are going to make sure that parents, if they want a choice in their children's education, that they get a choice in their children's education and ultimately is not dictated by bureaucrats in Albany. So, and thirdly, we are going to make sure that we induce record-setting crime reduction. We have the playbook to do that. In modern history, 
who's been able to truly captivate a political audience the way that Donald Trump has. And uh, the fact that I can actually call on him, ask him questions and advice is uh, truly another great asset. Do you think that Trump wants to run again in 2024, or do you think he would like to be a kingmaker and help someone else run in 2024? You know, I think the the honest answer to that question, he's probably not even going to know until after 2022. Um, you know, he is he's going to have to see at that time if he really has that fire in the belly, as athletes would know, that fire in the belly in January of 2023, uh, to run again, if he does, and he makes that decision, uh, then then I think uh, I think he does it. I think if the election was uh, was in 2022 for him, I think that answer would be yes. Uh, he's lost weight, he's slimmed down, he's looking good, um, his mind is as sharp as ever. Um, so I would lean toward yes on that. So what I I invite the president in January of 2023 to come up to the governor's mansion in Albany. We'll do a little talk. We'll sit down and we'll discuss this through um, yeah, because ultimately I, I really, really think uh, there is a lot of buyer's remorse when it comes to the current administration. And they're realizing the policies of Donald J. Trump are successful policies. Did you uh, I'm curious what your dad says. So I think about mm-hmm. things now, not only from, <laughs> you know, the son perspective, which I've got a lot of experience with, but I've got three boys. You met my oldest when we were in the White House, um, yeah. he's 13 years old. I've got a 10 year old. I've got a six year old. A lot of people obviously connect you with your dad's uh, inauguration as New York City mayor when you were a young guy uh, and on the stage during his inauguration. What's the response of your dad when you tell him, hey, dad, I'm going to run for governor of New York? So the first time that I told him, uh, he said, OK, uh, he said, uh, I'm doing I'm going to dinner tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, you're coming over my place. And he gave me about a five hour cross examination. And it felt like a cross examination. It was one of the, I would say, most challenging conversations I've ever had to have. And the last 30 minutes, he told me, he said, son, you're ready. You're ready for this. Um, what can I do to help you? And uh, for me, there was no greater confidence to have that. Because, you know, look, I think and many of your listeners can agree, right? Uh, we're all trying to seek the approval of our parents. And then as we get older, our children. So to be able to have that approval, especially from somebody who's done it, um, really, really means uh, the world to me. Uh, his advice has been invaluable so far. I, I truly look forward to being able to talk to him multiple times a day and, and ask him his feedback. Um, and, uh, and you know, what, what I would just say, you know, you mentioned uh, the, the inauguration. Um, what, what, I would just, what I would just say to that is I think he wants some payback. So he wants me to win so that way he could come up on stage and go make fun of me. So he might not get the best seats when it comes to the inauguration in January 23. Andrew Giuliani, I appreciate everything you did to help make sports happen uh, working in the White House. Good luck on the campaign. Appreciate you giving us the time this morning, and uh, good luck on the trail. Clay, I thank you very much. And if, if I would, I'm just going to put a little plug in. Uh, go to nyforgiuliani.com to come and contribute and be part of the team. We'd love to have you. Clay, thank you very much for all your time and everything you do. You truly, and I think uh, all of your listeners should know this, um, the work that you did from the private sector, and that's truly what we tried to push in the Trump White House, was able to make a difference in so many athletes and sports fans and Americans' lives. So please, keep up the work you're doing. 
I appreciate that, Andrew. I really do. That's Andrew Giuliani running for the governorship of the state of New York. You can go check out his website. Uh, and I appreciate his time. And I got to tell you, we did spend a lot of time working with the Trump White House. And I kind of hinted at it, talked about it some on this program. Obviously, we brought on guests. But I really do believe that they made a tremendous impact. There might not have been Big Ten football. There might not have been Pac-12 football in helping to steal the spine of so many of these uh, conferences and so many of these schools to make sports happen. And we did it safely, and it was the right call. And I'm tremendously, uh, tremendously grateful that it ended up happening. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be some people out there will say, uh, what's going on with uh, with Andrew Giuliani? Why bring him on? The answer is, I am impressed with the work that he did in the White House in a nonpartisan fashion to help to make sports happen in the United States. And let me be honest with you. We have invited Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, on. He won't come on because I think he knows that he would get a lot of tough questions because I believe he's one of the worst performing governors in the history of the country. I think the data reflects that. I think uh, his performance as the governor has been a disaster, both in terms of protecting the lives of his citizens and also in terms of uh, keeping the economy roaring in the Empire State. And so, but what I wanted to kind of lift a curtain on a little bit here is I've talked about it some on the show, but I, I honestly mean this. The thing that I am most proud of that I have done with this radio program, this is now the sixth different year that we've been doing Sports Talk Radio, uh, and we're the biggest sports talk radio show anywhere in the country right now. The thing that I am most proud of, uh, should say in the mornings, there's other shows that are bigger. Cowherd's a monster story, uh, monster show. Uh, Dan Patrick's a monster show. But nobody has more listeners in the morning right now than we do. Um, and I think the reason is because I try to be as transparent and honest with you every single day as I can. And because when I decide to fight a battle, it's a battle that really matters. And to me, getting the Big Ten to play, getting the Pac-12 to play, helping to ensure the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 played sports this past summer was the battle of the life of many different people out there because there was so much opposition. There was so many people in the world of sports media. There were so many college administrators. There were so many presidents that what we managed to accomplish, and there were a lot of people in this battle, but the Trump White House, I think, did not get anywhere near the credit that they deserved. Uh, Andrew Giuliani was a big part of it. Tim Pataki. uh, So many guys that went as hard as they could to try to make sure that college athletics happened all across the board. Football got a lot of attention, but there are so many athletes out there. Remember, the Ivy League never played. There was a huge number of people, probably a majority of people associated with college athletics that didn't want college athletics to happen. And we on this show, bar none in the world of sports media, I fought harder than anybody. And I got to tell you, I remember having conversations where I was like back in, in July and in June and in early August, where I was thinking, man, we're going to lose this battle. I didn't want to say it publicly, 
But based on conversations that we were having, I was thinking to myself, there's no way that college athletics are going to be able to happen. And we just kept staying in the fight, battling as hard as we could with all the data and all the science and all these different articles kept coming out saying, hey, if they play college sports, this many athletes are going to die. This many coaches are going to die. And I just kept hammering as hard as I could on the data. People want to talk about the science. I looked at the data and I pushed as hard as I've ever pushed for anything privately. Very few of these conversations ever went into the public arena. The White House was incredibly involved. So were so many different college administrators all trying to fight on our side. But the opposition was incredibly strong. And I remember the sick feeling I had in my stomach when the Big Ten decided that they were going to shut down and shortly thereafter the Pac-12 did. And it looked like all of college football as a result and all of college athletics as well were going to all go by the wayside. And I, look, for the rest of my life, I will believe that the most impactful thing that we did in the world of sports was argue the truth which was we could safely play college sports all across the board and we could do it without a major issue in terms of the health of the athletes. You remember all that myocarditis talk? You remember all the fear porn, as I called it, that was being distributed on a day-to-day basis on social media? And we won that battle. And so regardless whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, I will always be supportive of Andrew Giuliani and what he decides to do elsewhere because I know how hard he fought to try to make sports happen. And I think that sports being played was a totally nonpartisan issue, uh, and I was willing to find assets wherever we could, and I am so immensely happy and proud of this show and of the OutKick Media Company because I said when we started hiring everybody, Back in, uh, we've, we've scaled up and we're a massive company now and I'm, I'm super proud of what we've built. The only litmus test I had when we were hiring people back in February and March and April of last year, right as COVID was taken off, I said, look, I'm never going to tell you what opinion you can have, but I need to know the answer to this question. Are you in favor of sports being played in 2020? Because if you aren't, We are not the location for you to come work. I'm not going to tell you what opinions you can have in the world of sports, but I am fighting so hard for sports to happen right now that I cannot employ anybody who is going to be stabbing that argument in the back. That was the only question I asked of everybody that I hired. And we talked about it on the radio program and everywhere else, and we won that battle, and I have never been more uh, proud of a battle that we won. And so as a result, I'm going to support Andrew Giuliani uh, in his run for the governor of New York. I'm going to. Not because I'm like looking at his platform and looking at every single angle uh, of, of every single issue, but because I believe in loyalty. If people fight with you, then I will fight with you going forward. So I appreciate him coming on the show. That's me explaining. I still have the open invite to Andrew Cuomo to come on this radio program. He won't do it. But he's got an open invite if he wants to come on and explain why he deserves to get reelected. If I lived in New York, I would not vote for Andrew Cuomo because I think he's done an awful job 
I would vote for uh, Andrew Giuliani if he's the nominee or whoever the Republican might be or an independent candidate, somebody other than Andrew Cuomo. And that doesn't even consider the sexual harassment allegations uh, that, that are out there that may end up costing him the job before he even gets the opportunity to run in 2022. But that's an explanation of exactly why Andrew's on and why I think he would do a good job just based on the experience that I have had with him fighting for sports to happen. When we come back, we'll dive back into the big game between the Warriors and the Lakers. We're also scheduled to talk with John Morosi. How about Shohei Otani? Unbelievable run that he is on right now. One of the greatest performances that we have seen in baseball going all the way back to Babe Ruth. It's an unbelievable statistic. It's an unbelievable performance. I want to talk a little bit more about him. I think it's probably the most under-discussed story in all of sports right now. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Thursday. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.